Hello and welcome to the Workplace Takeover on B Radio. I'm Tarek Ahmed and today I'm joined by Yertesh from Lincoln Coffee House and Roasters, a family-run business with three cafes dotted around the centre of Reading. Uh, so Yertesh, how did Lincoln Coffee House come about and what was your sort of role in its success? So um, it started off with my parents. Uh, it's a family-run business. Um, they started, um, they opened the coffee shop in 2013. Um, you know, they had a real passion for it and they did got a lot of professional training in and, um, you know, they went in as they thought, you know, Reading didn't have a specialty destination for coffee. Um, and, um, so my role, uh, first came into being when I was studying at Oxford Brooks University and I was working for a coffee, coffee roast as well, um, the missing bean and, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do after I graduated, so you know I thought it might be a good idea to you know start roasting coffee because that's something that Reading didn't have, and I thought we'd be the first people to do it. And you know I got a load of training from the Missing Bean, and it was a really great experience for me. Um, and so you know we bought a coffee roaster in 2018 and started roasting. And you know we all, me, me and my family, we each have a different part in the business. So uh, my role is specifically the roasting side. You know, where we source the coffee from, you know, getting some wholesale business, um, and, um, you know, kind of bring that out. Um, uh, my mom looks after the operational side of the business. You know, all the stuff we do with uh, the other, like food, for example, we're really know, well known for our bagels there. If you guys haven't had the opportunity to try it, then I definitely recommend. Yeah, no, I need to check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, my dad does a lot of the business administration side as well. So we all have a key part in business. Um, and yeah, that's just that's essentially what we do, and we roast spectacular coffee, obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to, I need to try this coffee. See, I'm not, I'm not the biggest coffee mm. person. I can't lie. So I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you're a coffee connoisseur. So I'm going to ask you, <laughs> what makes a good coffee? Then there's so many factors. You know, it's like saying what makes uh, a really good piece of food. You know, um, the the first of all, the quality of the coffee that comes from the producers themselves, the farmers, uh, what altitude it's grown out, how it's processed, and then once it comes to us, how how it's roasted and then finally brewed. Um, so there's so many factors that could go into this for hours and hours and hours, but the rundown is good quality coffee, uh, a good roast, um, and just well brewed coffee. Um, you know, there's lots of nuances in between that, but you know, it's like saying, what's your favorite food? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Fair enough. No, I need to try this out. I need to try it out. I'm I'm enticed. And and so in terms of sort of, um, you, uh, we, we mentioned earlier about a coffee house being really ethical. Yeah. And what, um, tell us a bit more about that as well. Why Mm -hmm. did you decide to go, go down that route and and what makes it ethical? So, um, generally speaking, the speciality coffee industry, um, has a deep rooted sense of, um, ethical, um, you know, kind of morals in terms of how coffee is produced. Um, so you don't really normally find that with commodity coffee. So just as a quick overview, specialty coffee is graded from a square of 100 and anything above 80 points is considered specialty. Um, and that just means that, you know, that the quality is going to be far higher than something that's commercial. Um, and normally in our industry, we always, you know, whether you're buying from importers or whether you're buying directly from traders themselves, um, it's what kind of price we pay um, compared to commodity. Um, for example, a few years back, we, we bought a coffee directly from produced from Colombia, um, very expensive coffee. And we paid about 230% more than the commodity price of coffee at the time, which was like, you know, 60, 60, 70p. Um, compared to that, you know, adding such a large margin on that to producers means that they can grow coffee. The money goes back into their, uh, farming and they can use better process techniques, um, and, you know, help support community. So there's, there's a lot to do with it. Um, and we wanted to follow that just because, um, most people don't think of farming, it's obviously a very difficult job, um, and I think the farmers should get rewarded for what they do. Um, 
you know, but if you, when you pay higher amounts of anything, you get a better product out of it each time and you can help, you know, make everything better. So we buy directly, uh, direct coffee from producers from India, Brazil and Colombia. Um, and you know, we knew, we know the people who run the estates and even the people who process the coffee and run it. So it's, it's a really close relationship between everyone. Yeah, no, that's always great to see, obviously, um, businesses doing that and um, mm. being ethical. Has that always been a thing or has that, is this a new, new thing that, that you've been doing over there? No, it's something that, um, when I started running the coffee roast inside the business, it's something that I really wanted to focus on. Um, a lot of people, you know, if you ask them generally where their food comes from, where their, you know, tea or coffee comes from, they don't really have a, an idea of where it is. And, uh, my whole idea was to, you know, bring that into prominence and let people understand what the journey that goes through to make a cup of coffee. Um, and you know, that's kind of normal, generally what we see in the specialty industry, um, as well. So it's something we really want to strive for. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested now, like in, in brief, what is the journey that it, uh, from, from the beginning right till, you know, it, mm-hmm. it's poured into a cup of tea, uh, well, cup, sorry, not cup of tea. <laughs> yeah. Um, tea's good as well. Yeah, well. Tea is good, but not as good as your coffee. <laughs> Definitely yeah? not. Um, <laughs> so yeah. What's, what's the, what's that journey like? Okay. So normally, um, you have to make sure that the soil is active enough. That the coffee is grown at a certain altitude. So, Normally, it takes about four to five years for for coffee um, to be grown um, and matured enough so it can be harvested. Um, from there, once that happens, you know it's, it's a journey itself for four years to try and do that. Um, and how you know the right season is when the season is ready for the cherries to be picked. So essentially, what we're drinking is the seeds of a cherry uh, once that's roasted. So we need to look at um, so farmers look at to see if that's ready. Um, they then process that coffee. In different ways so you have generally speaking you have a wash processed coffee a honey processed and a natural and um, that just depends um on how the coffee's um, processed so sometimes you have something called a coffee skin which is left on um and then it's either washed or left on to ferment um and the d- different process techniques can yield different tastes um and then from there on it's it's dried on some beds normally um in the sun um and then it's exported to wherever it needs to be roasted uh, and then the roaster's job is to essentially fine-tune the t- taste characteristics that the producer has done. And then once that happens and your coffee's brewed, and from there on, you the taste tastes amazing and you get to know about the, the farm. So uh, you're, you're the roaster then, aren't you? Yes. Yeah? So mm-hmm. you're, the, you're the man behind it being tasting so good. Yes, yeah. Je- hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, and in terms of sort of, you, you mentioned earlier about uh, your, you know, graduating and not knowing what mm-hmm. you wanted to do. Yeah. What was it about going into, you know, um, Lincoln Coffee House and Roasters and um, sort of your, your journey afterwards, not mm. knowing what you should do? Tell me about a bit more about that. So um, I, uh, I was doing my master's degree in uh, uh, human nutrition at Oxford Brooks. Um, and I really wanted to get into nutrition and that was something I really enjoyed doing. Um, you know, specifically the, the health and disease side of it. Um, we did a bit of food science as well. Um, and I thought that was pretty interesting as well. So when I was working in, um, the coffee shop, uh, at university, um, that's when I first was exposed to, uh, you know, some of the science behind some of the, how coffee is produced. And, um, from there I thought, you know what, um, this is something I'm really enjoy doing. And once I graduated, um, I, you know, did this standard thing of trying to look for a job and, but just for my field of industry, it was, there weren't many opportunities available to me, especially around this area. Um, and because Oxford is just down the road from Reading, um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give uh, coffee roasting a, a go. And, you know, it's something that I understand how the process works in theory. I had some background on it. Uh, my parents have a good background on it as well. The people who teach me have, a, you know, a solid foundation. So I think I can do something pretty good here. Um, and then from there on, um, I just made that decision. And one thing led to another. I got the skills I needed over, you know, a, a year. And um, I th- thought, you know, this is the time to do something. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And since then, you've expanded, obviously, around Reading, three cafes. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you looking to expand <clears throat> even more? Um, we'll see what 
what's available in the future, you know. If the right opportunity becomes available, then um, I think that's something we could definitely um, look into, you know. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's it's, it's hopefully one day to become like a gigantic empire yeah. and a big corporation. We and, get uh, Starbucks. Exactly. Lincoln, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're going to have Americans talking about Lincoln. Exactly. Yes. And they're going to be like, this is the best coffee in the world. Exactly. So <laughs> Exactly. And it's come from Britain. That's exactly. all like Homegrown. Exactly. Home roasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and in terms of sort of, what, what are your tips? Because you're involved in the business personally. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. your tips for, for up and coming entrepreneurs? What would you say to them? So I'd say um, definitely be patient. Um a lot of people have have a, an idea of running a business is you know it's going to be you know within six months to a year I'll make I'll make good money and stuff. But realistically, especially with things that are going on in the pandemic as well, um, you know life throws curves, curveballs at you, and that's what I think running a business is like. To be honest, um, you know a lot of ups and downs, but you know there's a lot of good um, advantageous things about it as well. Um, and so if you really tru- truly are passionate about what you're doing and you believe in yourself and you really thought it exciting, then stick to it and just don't give up doing it mm. um you know once we hit a few roadblocks in life people can you know fall off the horse and they just stay off the horse but i say just keep going and if you think you can do it then you know go for it yeah yeah um you spoke about patience there you've mm-hmm. had to have a lot of patience um, with covid and that how has yeah. covid sort of impacted uh, lincoln coffee house and roasters um well it's just like any other businesses you know independent business you know it, it um forced us to close and kind of reevaluate how we're going to be start you know start making it re- revenue um and over that period we really up- upgraded our website um and you know tried to give people an opportunity to brew coffee at home um and it made us really think about what we needed to do to stay in you know this uh in, in, in the kind of business world and not kind of um let covid affect us in such a negative way so we had to kind of re- re-strategize and find other ways of you know generating the income which was um good so you got to you know put your head down together and the good thing about working in a family business is that we all, all have a lot to say and we all can kind of brainstorm together so i say um you know have a good team around you as well um and in terms of covid affecting us um you know because we have that family or trust each other to know what we're good at um but you know we're, we're definitely seeing a rise back up in um so the customers was, customers were saying and um you know trying new ideas out which are definitely working so yeah and what, what's it like when it comes to sort of working with your family because i've always been scared about working <laughs> with my family yeah um like in terms of sort of personal relations and work relations mm. what's that entire process like um well i'm going to be honest and say it, it can be quite intense at times but you know the way i see it as well is that with any kind of team that you're working with you know it can be intense whether it's a business partner or whether it's a family member the only good thing about having a family member is that you know that they're going to stick with you um, no matter what so you know that's something that i think is really good to have especially that family support um you know they're not going to leave you hanging in the situation you know so i think that's definitely a positive towards it you know we all, we all have our arguments and stuff in any like in like in any other relationship you know but i think it's, it's how you um how open you are to ideas and you know your family support is good yeah again sort of um you you mentioned earlier as well about um uh, just to go back a little bit on the yeah, covid sure. bit mm-hmm. um you spoke about how you um in order to survive you sort of uh, taught people how to make their own coffee at mm-hmm. home yeah. that's quite a risky move you know you're, t- you're telling people how to mm-hmm. teach coffee what yeah. was your thinking behind that well to be honest with you a lot of the time is when people buy coffee from us um or any other specialty place people are really unsure on how to brew it and so when you look at a bag of our coffee and you see the information on there and you normally set tasting notes and you think oh how 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 do i taste like citrus fruit or you know chocolate or hazelnut or these kinds of things um the reason a lot of people don't taste the kind of certain notes and just think it tastes like a quote kind of coffee is because it's not brewed correctly 
And so for us to give that information out to people makes the experience of drinking it better um, and, you know, finding the nuances in that taste. Um, so it's more the fact that people um, should be given a kind of a recipe like any other food or drink and, and you know, giving that people the education to know what good coffee should taste like. Mm. And um, and just sort of more overall question. Yeah, sure. As well. um, what, 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 you've expanded to three different areas, but mm. what's been your proudest achievement? What's something that you're really proud of when it comes to Lincoln House and coffee? Um, that's quite, it's quite a difficult question to be honest. I, I don't know. It's, I'd say learning how to, knowing how to roast coffee, um, consistently and knowing what I'm doing <laughs> for the first year, um, it, you know, was difficult. Um, all the training that I did receive and then doing it on my, by myself using different equipment, you know, it's like learning to drive a, a, a new car, you know, it's each car is slightly different mm. and you got to know the feel of it and things. And so for me, it was actually learning how to do my, uh, the, the roasting side of it that worked the way that it worked for me and how, you know, how the end product tasted like. Um, just with anything else, you know, it takes time to get good at something. Um, so for me, my proudest moment is being consistent in what I'm doing. Um, you know, not, not, without, you know, not saying too big headed, but I can, you know, I know, I know I'm pretty advanced in what I'm doing. Um, and that gives me, you know, um, good industry experience, I think. Yeah. And you're also heavily involved with the roast, like now, you know, after learning about it, you're so yeah. heavily involved with that. So what, what is it that, what can you walk into, uh, you know, one of the cafes? What, in, not just in terms of coffee, but in mm. terms of the entire experience? Um, well, you know, good vibe, uh, um, you know, destination for amazing food and, and good coffee. So whether you're there just from a business meeting or there to see a friend, um, you know, it's, it's, it gives it that nice kind of calming vibe and, you know, just like a really relaxed atmosphere. Um, that's just exactly what people will get. So I'm going to walk into one of these cafes, mm-hmm. right? And I want you to be there. So we're going yep. to organize a day. But sure. um, when I go in, what is the go-to thing to order? And I know bagels are a speciality yep. as well. So what bagel am I ordering? Well, it depends. Do you like, are you a meat eater or are you vegetarian or what do you, I, what do you I am a meat eater. Okay. So I'd say there's a few options for you. Okay. I'd say the Manhattan Munch, uh, which is chicken, bacon, um, and avocado. Um, and cheese, or I'd say the English breakfast bagel, you know, it's got, um, egg mayo on there, bacon sausage, and, you know, a range of different, um, ketchup brown sauce with a uh, melted wood cheese. Ooh. So you got, you got a lot of selections there. Nice. Um, and if I bring my vegetarian friend, what, yep. what, 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 what would you, what's the, what's the one vegetarian one that you definitely recommend? Uh, these ha- Italiana. Okay. So it's, um, pesto, uh, with sun-dried tomatoes, cheese, and avocado. Yeah. Have you, delicious. Have you got any vegan options yet? Yeah, we've got them out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. So, um, yeah, we've got the vegan bagel, you know, which is the um, hummus, loads of vegetables in it, um, cucumber, avocado, um, some salad in there, and then we've got um, peanut butter and banana. Um, that that's that, that's amazing, or peanut butter and jam. Ooh. So you know, it's uh, getting me hungry here. Yeah, I know, me too. <laughs> oh. uh, bagels are amazing, you know. So and the coffee, what what which co- I'm guessing there's loads of different coffees there. <clears throat> which so coffee would you go for? We normally have two coffees available. So it, my first question to me was, how do you drink your coffee? Do you like to have it with milk? Do you have it with black? How do you drink it? I normally have it milk with milk. Okay, so I'd say go for a start off with a latte or a, or a, or a fat white. Um, you know, it's we use a, a house coffee is from Brazil, um, and it's got good notes of you know chocolate, um, caramel, uh, molasses, and black cherry. Um, and yeah, start with that. And if you really want to delve into coffee, then over time get into kind of shorter and shorter drinks, and then finish up with a filter coffee. <laughs> I mean, where do our listeners need to go? Where do I need to go to find one of your cafes? What's the lo- what's what's all the, the, the So, uh, our flagship site is in the center of Reading. It's on Kings Road, um, 60 Kings Road. Um, and you can, you know, if people find it's quite difficult to either get there, then you can order a coffee online as well at linkincoffeehouse.co.uk um, or find us on Instagram um, or Facebook. Um, and if anyone has any questions about that, then yeah, just let us know. Um, our, uh, also, our roastery is based in Twyford. 
Um, we've got a cafe on Station Road as well, uh, which is about 100 yards from the roastery um, in Twyford Station. Brilliant. Amazing. Thank you so much for talking to us. That no was Yertesh from Lincoln Coffee House and Roasters. Make sure you check it out.